0: podcast what's good this is brendan with evoke bike just finished the tennessee state road race championship earlier today before we get into that if you are listening on itunes can you please do me a huge favor and take 30 seconds and leave us a five-star review (laughs) we have we're coming up on seventy thousand downloads and plays but we have 45 reviews which makes us look pretty soft um road race wanted this one it was jay and i jay's a cat two i was a cat one uh hey if we can get greedy and both get a jersey that would be awesome the course is a it's pretty rolling there's one about two and a half minute climb that's not super steep uh maybe 12 it ranges i'd say from like eight to 12 percent someone can fact check me on that uh if you look on strava but it's a big rectangle, basically, a really long one. And in previous editions, uh, I've gotten in some breaks, um, gotten away at the end, and it's it it can roll pretty quickly. Uh, huge, huge field for a local race. Um, it was one, two, three, that's why, but there were. Let me see if I get this right. Nine Cat 1s, 11 Cat 2s, and 18 Cat 3s. And I think we ended up starting with 45, if I read the list correctly. 37. Yeah, 42. Um, so a lot of strong dudes. A uh, few teams. Me and Jay. Um, Mark Spenzdorf had a couple guys. There was a team called 1111 out of Ohio. And they had a bunch of people. And... I actually thought that they were the same team as... Oh, sorry guys, your name's not on this reg list. Um, I believe Ian Tapp's team, I can't remember his teammate's name, it's blank. They're also from Ohio. They had a similar purple kit, and I can't remember what it said on the leg. They're more pink and purple, the other team was black and purple. It took me a lap and a half to realize that they were different. Uh, Brandon Fury from Project Echelon was there. He's somebody that I definitely did not want to see near the end of the race because his finish is ridiculous. And then a bunch of single riders, super, super strong dudes out there. Um, So really our plan was, I told Jay, if you get in a break with a cat one, don't work with them. Wait till things shake out. And I was going to do the same thing. If I was with a Cat too, I wasn't going to, you know, drive a Cat to the finish for, for Jay not to, to win. Um, so, yeah, we were going in super hungry, super. Let's just try and win everything. Why not? Uh, it's not – that's what makes these state champ races sometimes kind of interesting uh, or when it's like an omnium and fields are scored differently. Sometimes there's little races, within the races, yes, that can get annoying, but that's just amateur bike racing. You got to figure it out and deal with it. Uh, I will say that, well, yeah. So the course, you roll out, and then it's probably, it's like a few rollers. There's a couple, like, little, maybe 30 to 60 second. It's hard to call that a climb, um, but you're definitely going up a little hill, <laughs> mini climbs, you go downhill, you hit the two-and-a-half-minute effort, and then you head back on the top side of the rectangle. And then when you get to, like, the maybe eight miles from the end of the lap, uh, there is a – there's, like, a pretty good launch pad. It's a steep little just, like, 10-second kicker, but you can sometimes get a gap there, and then the road winds and twists and turns. And uh, nobody said anything, but I always – always bitch at people when people go over the yellow line i freaking hate that on the first lap i went over the yellow line and i am happy to call myself out on that um mainly because i don't know why this guy decided to veer off to the left like it was like he was like pulling off from a sprint uh pulled off and i wasn't gonna slam on the brakes with dudes going full gas up behind me so i went around him i think that's the right move in that case um, like, don't cause the crash, don't run into the dude, just go over the yellow line and come back. Uh, if you disagree, email me. I was trying to think of like what's safe and still fair, right? Um, but I got, I can't stand when there's like, if people are just blatantly attacking around people, like, that's part of the race, positioning is part of the race. Um, and I don't know, part of me was like, maybe I, I, I still don't think slamming on the brakes was the right call in that position, in that scenario. But anyways, want to make a point of it because I say to people, I'm like, yo, that's kind of douchey. I'm happy to call myself out. So first lap was super, super, super slugfest. And, you know, with so many people there and kudos to the Cat 3s, I cannot believe how many people stuck around uh, for the entire race. You know, we went into the final climb. Foreshadowing, spoiler alert, with 25 people. I've never seen the finish there. I actually made the comment to Brandon on the last lap. I'm like, dude, I can't believe how so many people here. He's like, you know what I never what I thought of last lap? This race is usually in the spring. And now we're in September. Everybody's fit. And I was like, that's what the difference is. First lap, though. I mean, we, we hit that climb. I think I did it. I looked at Strava. Uh, like... 230, I don't have the tab up. 230, I think I did it did at 560. I mean, it was a stout, stout effort. It was actually today, <laughs> which I don't know how great of a thing it is to set a PR in a race. A minute to a minute 54 uh, PR for myself this season. So it was just under two minutes at 6.04. I'm friggin' super pumped about that. And even though I, uh, spoiler, didn't win the race. And then that's actually almost, uh, when did I last do this? November 20th, I did one minute and 45 at 6.40, and today I did it at 6.13. So that that was a training ride, though, in November. That's when I first started choosing lactigo, I think, actually. <laughs> Sorry, somehow lactigo always gets into the uh, podcast. So I get to the end of the first lap, <clears throat> and I'm like, uh, I can't tell if I'm throwing stupid punches right now, or because I kind of want to try and soften the field because it's only three laps. It's 72 miles. That's not that long for a lot of people. And the race was early. It started at 8:30, so it wasn't very hot out. Um, decide to cool out. I think I'm gonna wait. And my plan was maybe I'll try attack again on the um, on the cl- the little climb, the two and a half minute climb. And, it, and a lot of times it breaks up on that uh, that top side of the course on the, on the you know if you look at the rectangle yeah the top side of the rectangle never really did I mean I put in what I thought were some good digs I've I would look back and it's like strung out you know 40 dudes strung out just the rubber band never broke there were just you know even if we got away with four guys there were still eight strong guys to bring it back. So I sat back, um, you know, I think, I think that Jay was hoping for a sprint in some sense, but, you know, he's still getting used to racing at the one, two races on the regular. And I think it would behoove him to be a little bit more active. And one thing that we need to work on together as teammates too, um, you know, learning how your teammate rides and counters each other. And that's like why Patrick and I have had so much, so much success together is it's not just one person attacking. It's the I jab, you jab, I jab, you jab. One of us gets away in a small group or whatever. So that's one thing that we didn't, we have never raced together. Um, So we just don't know each other's style at all. So Today was going to be a good learning experience either way together as teammates. And we both lost bottles today, which really sucks. Uh, shout out to Aaron. Uh, is it to Bergen? I always want to say Tur bergen I think it's to Bergen. Um, now I'm thinking of that. What's uh, that candy bar? That Swiss candy bar it comes in a triangle. Damn it. Um. So, Aaron saved me with the bottle. Kudos for that. It was getting hot, and the last so the first lap was normalized three ninety two for an hour and two minutes, max fourteen hundred watts. Um, average only two eighty three. Just a lot of smashing. The next lap was only 315 normalized. I was like, okay, I'm going to chill. I was much calmer then. Hit it hard over the hill. We only did it at like 480. And then the third lap, hit it over the hill, less watts, and only normalized 321. And really the first one, I didn't even look at this before, 17% of that first hour was anaerobic power. The second one was only 9 Much more coast You know, chilling 55% active recovery It's pretty damn good So, long story short Group stays together Uh, One dude, I don't know who Whoever the tall You, sir, are tall and lanky I want to say he might be from Chicago Let me look at this I don't see him on this list here Maybe, was he the guy that finished in second place? He went off the front, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I don't like that. And we eventually caught him. But it looked like a good move. Maybe he's not from Chicago. And then um, the dude. So, anyways, last lap. We're coming in. And I'm like, you know, there's 25 guys. It looked like 30 at the time. I'm like, people are going to be throwing some attacks. I don't I'm not going to be able to do all this by myself. Jay's got a crazy sprint. And I'm like, if I can just get him from like to 500 meters to go, I think he can win this thing. So I'm like, yo, dude, how are you feeling? He's like, eh. And I was like, well, can you sprint up that damn hill? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. No one's going to let me do anything. I'm just going to make sure it stays fast. Don't let anyone on my wheel and we're gonna go when we, the last long stretch there's a train track there and I said I'm gonna try and hit it, that whole section but there's a little like little lip you gotta go up and over and I was like, you know I'm gonna modulate what I think I can do like who knows in 10 miles just how I'm feeling when I go into like a TT effort and try to not let anybody get off the front And I'm just going to drive it into the bottom of that hill, and you win. Like, whatever you do, figure out how to win. And uh, I think I said to him, whatever you do, don't let anybody come across the line before you. He's like, cool, got it. So then the two teams from Ohio, they were kind of, like, sitting on the front on the last lap. So I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with this. Let's do this. Sit here and chill. So we sat there, and then Jay and I moved up with probably six miles to go. And we were... Like third and fourth wheel, which I actually think was maybe a mistake. I probably should have been more like sixth, but the team 11-11 had one Cat 1. I think it was a Cat 2 and a Cat 3 up there. And I was like, I haven't seen this Cat 1 doing much. So he's probably smart. It might be super fresh. And the fact that they're up there in like three through five spots, they might know something that I don't know about them. I don't want to be behind them. So when in doubt, lead out, right? Like don't let this guy who's super fast just drop us because we never you know put ourselves in good position to win so we're coming down and jay kind of gets knocked off my wheel and i look back and i see him and he was kind of like shoot and i was like damn and who's on my wheel brandon fury and i was like that's the last person i want on my wheel So I go to pull off and we're probably like a mile and a half from the finish and a dude and kudos to this guy. I don't know his name. I couldn't, I can't figure out his team based on this. Uh, He, he took a flyer. It's the guy that had like the octopus on his um, jersey and it was like DZ Corzin or something on his bibs. Um, He takes off and he was, he was in a couple good little moves and I was like, I'm not going to chase that down because then everyone's going to be on my wheel. And Jay's not on my wheel yet. And that that we're just not even, we have zero chance of winning then. So I pull off to look to see what, like, people are doing. And people were kind of, like, chilling. I was like, well, that dude just won the race. And uh, as I'm saying that, the group kind of is like – you know, the amoeba is sort of, like, shifting. And I see Jay's orange kit, like, coming towards the front – and as he comes to the front, I'm like, oh, this is it. So I like come whizzing up past his right side. I'm like, yo, dude, let's roll. And I'm like, I'm going to catch this guy. And I was thinking we maybe catch him like halfway up the climb. So I hit it. And I think I did. It's hard for me to tell exactly when it was on the corner. Um, it looks like the last... Bit was it was like a thirty second surge to catch the dude, normalized four forty, and then it was a so then it was a minute, is that the right? And then it was a minute at seven twenty one. Sorry, not normalized four forty. It was thirty seconds at four forty five, followed by a minute at seven twenty one. And unfortunately, what happened was as I ripped it to get the guy, started stomping up the hill, and Jay cramped. And so now I'm like, oh, crap. Like, this is basically, like, the definition of going too early. And, of course, who's on my wheel? The guy we don't want there because he's super strong, Brandon. And so I there was nothing that I could do except for, like, I was in, like, just got to go for it. And I've been playing this over in my head. You know, I got to 200 meters to go, and it's uphill, so there's still, like, significant pedaling when you're going full throttle for now a minute and you know doing an FTP effort for 30 seconds and then go a minute full gas it's probably like that let me see here sorry be patient for a second Mm, I don't know I'm struggling to see this I can't tell if it was a 30 second and then a minute or if this minute Man, it's been a long day. I'm like sitting in this bed in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. So the whole effort was one thirty. Yeah. So no, it was thirty and then fifty seconds. Um. And so I'm like two hundred meters to go, and I was like, I don't know if I can still smash this all the way there. So my thought process was, and I I should have, I guess I should have looked back. Like I knew guys were on my wheel, like it's the it's the very end. And I was like, I'm just gonna like recover for like a second and then just drill it. And like as I did that, Brandon hit it and he had two guys on his wheel and just his surge, they they just went past me. And I was just like, damn it. And I I don't know. It's it's really hard to replay those in your head. It's like, could I have just not taken that second off and just kept going? I mean it's, it sounds in retrospect, it's like, that was dumb. Why would you do that? But I didn't want to die at 50 meters to go. And I was thinking that maybe they were tired. And maybe I could like pause for a minute and then hit them again. And you know, hindsight's always 2020. It's always perfect. But it's like, you know, damn, that sucks. And so as they just draw me at the end, I was like, oh, man, and then two of the Cat 3s that were duking it out, they came flying past me, and I was like, oh, crap, <laughs> so kudos to those guys, they they shredded it, and uh, yeah, so your podium was first place, Brandon Fury from Project Echelon, second place, some guy named Shea Wright from Illinois, who's 18 years old, mad kudos, dude, sick, David Keister or Cooster from Nashville. I met this guy afterwards. He was riding solo. He's a cat too. Maybe he got enough points today for cat three. Uh, great riding. And then the two cat threes that came in fourth and fifth overall were Steve Ahinger from Nolensville, Tennessee. He rides on Mark Spensdorf. And then one of the 11 11 guys, Nick Belkowski from Cincinnati and then myself, and then Bryant Funston from Mark Spensdorf, Um, and you know what, shout out to Bryant, that dude always races, like, you know, he's, there are some people that I race against that aren't down to ride, because they don't want to be in a break, because they think they're going to lose, which, I don't know if I don't like that, or if I'm just like, whatever, Um Brian is always down to race, and I respect that a lot. I really like uh, racing with Brian. Eighth place: Drew Wyland from Dogfish Team Noah in Nashville. Drew, wait a minute, I think I met that dude. Is that Drew from Moab? And then Ian Barrett from Eleven Eleven, and tenth place was Zach Lewis from Eleven Eleven. So Eleven Eleven, a lot of people in the top ten. Great racing, dude. Yeah, one, two, three, four, they had five, six, six people. Um, it's really funny because when you guys looked like that other team, I was like, God, this team has like nine guys here. It wasn't that that many. All in all, great day of racing. Um, definitely a little disappointed. It's funny, Jay, you know, felt bad after. He's like, God damn it, I cramped. And I was like, ah, oh, it's okay, whatever. And he's like, ah, oh. I was like, that was there and I told him he had five seconds to be sad about it and then he moves on he's like all right I'm over it and then it's funny I like got in the car and replayed the thing in my head for like an hour as I was driving just I'm heading up to Rochester New York and I'm like should I have just kept going should we have done something different and I really think though the cards we played were a good hand because you can't predict a cramp and you also had Had I gone in not trying to lead him out, I think I maybe would have, with that many guys, it's sometimes easy to be too patient. And then a couple other guys get up the road. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't have done as much. Maybe I would have tried to get Brandon to, like, chip in and go after that guy. Or maybe he would have just waited for the climb. I don't know. There's You know, it's almost useless to try to think of whatever, like, whoa, what else could we have done? I mean, because when you change one thing, that changes what other people do. And it's just a waste of energy, I think, at times. I think it's good to look back and think of other options. Because, like, maybe you could deduce down, like, there was a better thing to play. Actually, I take that back. It, it is, it's is—it's good to think about it. Just don't dwell on it. Don't beat yourself up. Like, oh, man, it's so hard to win a bike race some days. And, uh, yeah, I think we did what we could. And... Wish it had been hotter. That'd be a great race, too, if it was a little bit longer. I think, and I don't know if they do this anymore. Back in the day. Back in the day. And also, Steve, fourth place. You make me upset that I'm not the oldest person in this race. What the hell? And uh, Scott Rollins, 45. Come on, man. I'm trying to get the old man kudos. And Cameron Hoffman from Utah is 43. Robert Bingley's fifty. What up, old dudes? Um. Oh, and there's one other guy who's forty-eight, Matt Thompson. So, yeah, fun race. I really like that race. Uh, kudos to everybody that did the time trial. I went out and looked for my ejected water bottle. Rode for maybe like another forty minutes. So the total ride was 108 miles, which is pretty sweet. And I was coming back. I was like, it's hot out here. So I was pretty happy not to do a 13-minute, 14-minute all-out blast. And then good luck to you guys doing the crit tomorrow. I am in Mansfield, Ohio. I have Strava to root. I'm going to get up early, ride, and then get to my parents' house. Super stoked to see them. And yes 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 where it all began genesee valley cycling club one of the premier clubs in the country with 250 members and a weekly training road race yes you heard heard that correct every tuesday night there's about nine different courses in upstate new york uh in the surrounding rochester area (laughs) i thought every city had this type of thing and the guy was like yo dude This is very unique. There is a crit that they do. Uh, They sub in a crit every other month, I want to say. And, um, man, you want to learn how to race, do one every week and then go on the weekend. It's pretty awesome. And it's different than a group ride or, like, just a ride with hot spots. But I might go. My only thing is if you followed me on Strava, you know I hate riding at night because then you're just, like, up. And I got to drive to Vermont on Wednesday morning, but it'd be awesome to see some people. So, Sean Meyer, I might be there. Hit me up. Um, that's it. And, you know, this is 25 minutes. Seems like a long podcast. A couple people, after I had mentioned that someone else had mentioned, they wanted longer podcasts. I think as long as I can provide just some more like what I'm doing uh, and if it helps you, you know, I know there's a lot of cyclists out there that don't have an awesome club or aren't super close with like dudes on a team and they're trying to figure out racing and that's another reason why I want to make these podcasts just so that you can you know have one get you know I'm only n of one so don't listen to just me but I'm one more opinion that you can take and try stuff with uh what did I use for nutrition today I haven't been going super super simple I hate paying for gels I hate uh you know I had been sponsored by science and sport for a long time. And then they cut a whole ton of us. And then I learned a really good lesson. I had linked up with another nutrition company that I liked. I didn't think their product was as good as science and sport. My issue was I never really looked at the price and it's expensive. And then I was kind of like, you know, I want to promote something that is not adding to our cycling bills So I've gone to maple syrup after talking to, I had done it a few times. Then I did that podcast with Ted King and I like Ted's product, but it's just not cheap. And so I use maple syrup in a flask. So that's what I did today. And I was trying to use maple sugar in the drink bottles, but it's just, it can only take so much maple, right? So I've gone back to straight malto and sea salt. And that's been working so far. I'd like to get away from Malto just because it's kind of weird. But, I mean, it's not the worst. I think it's better than most drink mixes that just have a lot of other unnecessary stuff. Um, That's what I've been doing. Breakfast was some fresh bread from Stick Boy Bakery in Boone, North Carolina. Some oatmeal and honey. And two Gucci coffees that I made. And a malto drink on the way to the race, did a coat of go 45 minutes before the race, I did a coat in the car, then my suntan lotion, did my warm-up, and then we just did the race that we talked about. What's next? I'm doing a, I was going to do Green Mountain, and then I realized I really only wanted to do that road race, and I wasn't going to spend $320 to do it. But if you remember Andrew McCullough, who was my teammate before he went and raced in France for a couple years, we are going to do some rides together in Vermont. And I'm going to see my husband's brother. Uh, So my brother-in-law, he has a maple syrup farm. I don't think he's going to let me tap the tree and just bring home a ton of maple syrup. But we're going to see what we can work out. Man. It's almost time to get into base season, which I love. Uh, Cannot wait to lift in the gym. Cannot wait to ride easy. It's going to be awesome. And shout out to the Banner Elk dudes that I met today. What up? Let's get it. Peace. Peace.